Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Oh my good God. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. We are here, me and Chai, to talk to y'all about the Randall scandal on Hulu. Um, I watched it. It did a midnight drop. I appreciate Hulu for that because I couldn't sleep last night. And I watched it then. I probably was like the first person. I'm I, sure you were. <laughs> I, I, and I'm not gonna lie. I was a little let down. I too was let down, especially because you know how excited I was for this. You were, you were really excited for it. I was excited right there with you. I just thought that I was going to find out a little bit more that I didn't know. Um, and I, I did it. I don't think there was one thing in there that wasn't in the LA times Mm-mm. article. And I know that we had like, I told you there was whispers of mm-hmm. like, um, child images that they mm-hmm. said that ran like I remember seeing that somewhere that there was but they never got into that so like I was really hoping that the documentary was going to show us that or at least show us more into the custody battle that Lala's having with yeah, Randall which I find weird like everything was so cursory like that it was like I what was the what was the point? Nothing, nothing in this shocked me. And by the time I was done, I said, you know what? We're getting to a point, and I've long thought this, we're getting to a point in reality TV when we're just so used to these scandals, these just like salacious, illegal scandals. Right. Of course, Housewife and the Hustler. We had no clue about Tom Girardi. So that was very informational for us. Like I was gagged. I was right. like, Oh, okay. Jen Shaw, was I get like, I mean, yeah, I don't expect people to be doing illegal things because I don't do illegal shit, you know? So that, and that was more so informational as well of like how far back it went, how many people were involved. Like the fact that they, the crazy thing to me is the fact that she was being investigated before she even got on a housewives why it's crazy and not only just had already been invested like she at that point people who jen shaw was working with had already been indicted they, and you chose to come on thing. tv that is insane behavior it like, really is it really is like she her mind needs to be studied because and i mean sick not so much for Teresa because I don't think I think I don't think Teresa's smart enough to know that anything illegal was going on. I just think that she was like, my husband makes money. I don't care. I spend money, right? Juicy Joe is the one is like, are you dumb or are you stupid? Same thing with Joe Gorga. He just hasn't gotten caught yet. Right. You know what I mean? But um, I by the end, I was just like, I think we're but so- the thing is, I feel like where Joe Gorga is getting, he's just he does unsavory business, mm-hmm. right? Like that's why he's always getting sued. Right. It's not illegal. It's just, he's just the awful businessman. You're right. You are correct. (laughs) You're correct. I mean, but probably all of the real housewives of New Jersey, Twitter bots would tell us differently, but whatever. I, um, I said to myself at the end of this, I said, you know what? I get it because when homegirl was like, I want to change the industry. It doesn't need to be like this that I was like, okay, I understand like making that. And we'll get into the assistance because my good God, I think those were the most shocking parts for me. 
Right. Like I, I think so. So let's just get into it. First things first, Randall is your Miami brother. I didn't know Girl, that. I had no idea he went to New World, which, okay. So finding out that he went to New World, it, it, it makes sense, but it doesn't. Okay. So New mm-hmm. World is an art school, but it's like, you have, to, it's more than just like you being into like, um, there's like Coral Reef. We have what, like a couple different high schools that do like theater. Like I went to Southwood and I was in theater magnet. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the options are like, you go to Coral Reef for theater Mag, or you go to new world. If you're like a serious nerd. Right. And if you're going the new world direction, you are like, I have committed to this theater shit. I don't want any friends or to do anything cool ever again, because it's like you take a train downtown. It's a bunch of nerds. Like the amount of straight men at new world is like, you can count them on one hand. Interesting. (laughs) Right. It's like a very, it's for people who really, really, really are taking Mm theaters, like their art seriously. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see that Randall, I don't know. I just didn't you see like a new world guy to me. I was like, whoa, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I did find out. I didn't realize he was from Miami. Um, and like I said, I was like, I know Chai is going to have some, some some insight on the whole Miami of it all. How he's related to Jerry Bruckheimer. I was like, can you guys please give me a family tree? I, I want to know. You know what I mean? But it really gets into like the whole Randall as a whole is just we know about him, but he's still a mystery, even at the end of this, because when they brought up Entourage, I, my, like a bell started ringing because I remember hearing that at one point he was Mark Wahlberg's personal assistant or whatever. Yeah. And I supposedly he's always claimed that he's who Turtle is based off of. And I, I remember, I really liked Entourage. And Turtle's Um, my favorite character. Yes, exactly. I was very heartbroken when I heard Turtle was loosely based off of Randall however if you watch Entourage did not age well oh yeah no absolutely not extremely problematic um and the fact that it was loosely based off of Mark Wahlberg I remember when I found that out it really put a damper on it to me because I fucking hate Mark Wahlberg right I think Mark Wahlberg is a racist to his core (laughs) and if you need if you're not sure what I'm talking about please just go google like just go do google um, you have to be a different type of racist to me to try and get your racial crimes taken off of your record. You that tells me you haven't learned. Wait, I, tell me more. He's had. I multiple, don't know. I'm familiar this. He's well. First of all, he's committed multiple hate crimes. Multiple hate crimes. Um, he's from Boston, and again. Okay, so for me, inherently, there is a distrust of a white man from Boston. Same, like that's going to be instinctual. Same. I think it 100%. comes with it. When I, I used to watch Project Greenlight and Matt, Matt Damon, they mm-hmm. asked him about what's up with diversity and he got like the worst answer anyone has ever had. Yeah. He was like, well, the diversity doesn't have to be in front of the screen. It can be behind the screen. It's like, you might as well say like, take black people to the back of the bus. Like, it was- no, literally all of those, those boys from Boston, uh, Ben Affleck, I, I still don't trust Jennifer Lopez with Ben Affleck. Okay. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. I don't trust them. Okay. Um, you have to be like a Jojo, Jojo, the singer, she's from Boston. She's, she's shown us, she has shown us. She has been very vocal about like, yes. Um, I understand that where I'm from is very racist. Same thing with like Ellen Pompeo to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. Ellen Pompeo understands. But she steps in it every once in a while. She gets a little too comfortable. She absolutely (laughs) does. You took the words. I mean, the black daughter has made her, she gets a little too comfortable, but the light skinned black husband. I'm like, yes, baby, your husband is black, but like, he is very light. 
Okay, let's not let's not get into that. Her punk is still really funny to me because like mama is like, does this bitch not know that I will whoop her? And I was like, Meredith Gray, relax, (laughs) okay, relax. (laughs) But no, so Mark Wahlberg has one or two, maybe three um, hate crimes on his record from that span over years, I believe. And the last one was like when he was like old enough to know better still. And um, one, he beat a Asian man, I believe. Wait, he was, these are hate crimes where he was beating? Yes. Why did I think he was just hurling slurs? Oh, he does that too. He said old enough to know better. Like there was an age where that was acceptable. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. So yeah, one, he beat up an Asian man in Boston with, yeah, he beat him. They beat him up. Um, there were there are plenty of slurs, like all of those things. He has tried to have those expunged off his record. And like I, I went into a deep dive about this. They asked some of the victims of his uh hate crimes what they thought. And it I found it very interesting because it was split. It was like the, I think the, one of the guys was like, he was a young kid. I think everybody deserves a chance. I was like, that's very nice of you. I don't okay. I it didn't happen to me, so I'm not gonna go there right. with your answer. Um Somebody else was like, nah, bruv, <laughs> nah. <laughs> like it was, it was like, it was just, and because I'm sorry, I don't think it should even be a, a question on whether or not you should be able to get these expunged off your record. True, true consequences for your actions means that that stays there and you show us how you have moved forward in society. Um, and right, because I, it's not like we've seen him do anything that's like been particularly inclusive. No. Um, wait, is Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon is also married to a Spanish woman too, right? I have no clue about Matt Damon. I believe I, so I don't know. It's so I, weird fetishy thing the Boston boys are doing. Absolutely, because that that's like the blackest, and I'm saying blackest on purpose. Y'all. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the only person of color. They're like, no, they're fine. They're like they're fine, and I'm sure that they say ignorant yep. shit around Luciano, those. Luciano. Yeah, so yeah, I'm sure they say ignorant shit about around their wives too. But their wives are like, well, I'm getting paid. Um, which I don't, that's, that's their, their customer. But when I found out that Randall worked for Mark Wahlberg, I was like, of course. Um, the first interesting thing that made my ears perk was the fact that he tried to have his own reality TV show. The fact that he tried to make his own reality TV show. But like, I think there was one I do. Oh, Randall's. Yeah. Had tried to have his own reality. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was called The Mogul. Yeah. And like, you can tell it's probably like what, what did you say? What would you say? It was looking like 2006 I, 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 I he was trying to do like his own apprentice. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But the thing that baffles me, okay, you're related to Derry Bruckheimer. How much money did he give you? Because at this point when he makes the mogul, you to make movies, you need a lot of fucking financial backing. Like you need a lot of fucking financial backing. And like, let me just say this. No one can call me the R word whatsoever, but especially not a man like Randall fucking Emmett. Baby. You look like a New York City rat. Like, yeah. Looking at you, and I've seen the way you talk in interviews, and you look like you could have benefited from an evaluation or two as well. So, oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my good God. <laughs> Shots fucking fired. <laughs> oh that will 
be the first of many on this episode. I promise you. Because the way I was thinking that, I said, sir, you, you're one to be throwing that word around, but okay. Then we get into uh, Furla, which again, how much money or how much money do you have? Like, I would love to have heard some numbers, some actual numbers thrown out. Right, I wish. You know what but I mean? it seems to be that, that because they do make a point that that's his most important partnership, the most mm-hmm. important role played is that the Furla guy brought in most of the money. Mm-hmm. Correct? Y- yeah, from what um, I understand. And but and like right. him working for Mark Wahlberg and being related to Jerry Bruckheimer, being related to Jerry Bruckheimer, then therefore working for Mark Wahlberg. Like, and right. the way Randall and the, treated- doing the, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the way Randall treated his assistants and everything, and I have friends that are personal assistants. I know that like, that is a whole thing. Like, oh, you got to pay your dues, pay your dues. Your dues should never be paid in the way of like letting somebody treat you like shit. Um, But I'm like, okay, so he learned that from Mark Wahlberg is what y'all are saying. (laughs) But also like, this is the, this is the issue, right? Like with this industry, it's hard to know, like what is there is no like standard code of conduct like where is because to me i thought it was most egregious that they were having to pay for things oh we'll get there we'll get there babes we will fucking get there because (laughs) i sat up in the bed like i know you fucking lying um and i remember that from the la times was what hit me the mm -hmm, hardest when i read it i was like People are like the first, I remember when I was reading the article, I think it was the guy who's in um in the actual doc talking about it. Mm-hmm. And in the LA Times, they do give numbers where he was at like $7,000 in interest. It like, it physically makes me hot because like I have credit cards, I have credit card, therefore I have credit card debt, like most people. It physically makes me like, unwell to think about there's just no fucking way that I could do that not when you're and again I have I was talking to my friends at our personal assistants about this they were like rule number one your card doesn't go on shit my one friend was like bitch I don't if I'm working I don't buy a sandwich on my card I don't even buy my own gas on my card like you please be for fucking real um but okay, so for, we go from Furla, and then all of a sudden, Martin Scorsese wants to work with Randall. Right. Which but I think we should get- make a point to talk about like the reason why he was able to make money fast is that like he wasn't doing like standard movies. They were doing like right. geezer teasers mm-hmm. where you like use an older action star. Exactly. You, you're producing movies for out of the country that are going straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. So you're able to like, you're you're recording these movies fast you're turning them out fast you're getting your money back fast like the turnover is a lot faster than like exactly traditional like um hollywood studio yes and i i understood that it's still but like when they so when they mentioned like who is it well arnold schwarzenegger and who was the other one um that's like not making i guess de niro well no de niro came after scorsese i feel like but when they mentioned those like paying arnold schwarzenegger 11 million dollars where the fuck did the 11 million dollars come from how much is furlough worth like what did he do the fact that they never get into like for i think his name was nick furlough right like yeah yeah like where his wealth came from i mean i figure out i figure a lot of things are loans as well like you know that's true that's a business it's a loan like that's true. So then we get to the point where Scorsese wants to work with Randall on the Irishman. When I tell you, I remember the Irishman. I'm, anybody listening to this, look, that was a movie that escaped Black folks. 
I d- <laughs> I saw the Irishman. Oh, I remember. I think yeah. I did look at it, but I was when they were like, "Oh, it was nominated for a, a Golden Globe." Yeah, and, I was like, um, and Randall Emmett was like an 18th producer on it. That thank you. I was like, but then them saying, I was just laughing because when they said all of his emails were signed, Randall Emmett, producer of the Irishman. I said, what? You loser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I give people but you, a lot Do you of remember grace. during that era in Vanderpump time, how Lala was acting when he yes, got that movie? Yes, she was yes. acting like- and this is the thing, right? A lot of it, I want to feel, I feel bad for Lala. Mm-hmm. And I truly do wish they had gotten more into her custody battle because that would have painted her a lot more sympathetic. I would have felt a lot more sympathetic towards her um, if we talked more about that. But it's hard when you, like, even in the clips they used mm-hmm. of Vanderbilt. I'm remembering at the reunion when she's like, Martin Scorsese is a big fan of the show. He watches it now because of me, you know? And the way she was riding, my man, my man is producing a movie with Martin Scorsese. Like she was so serious about it. I (laughs) will never forget because it's really when I, I used to be a big Lala fan. Like, you know, I told you, Charlie's watching it from the beginning, watching her the first season she came on. I I really liked her. I probably liked her a lot. The same reason I liked Sheena is because I, I don't like uh, the, that bullying they used to do on that show used to piss me off. I've, fucking detest Stassi we know that here um so anybody that Stassi picked on incessantly I was gonna like them and I was gonna go hard for them Lala the the podcasters that they chose to um talk on this were interesting to me I can always go without seeing Heather Heather McDonald the devil I can always go without seeing Heather McDonald right the other guy (laughs) I will say this Lala is gorgeous Lala is gorgeous. She always has been. But when she, that middle ground, like right after she got with Randall, when she had started, get first started getting the Botox and the plastic surgery, I was like, damn, bitch, that was, that bitch was bad. Yeah. But, and she, she still looks really beautiful. She still does. Even though I want to do, I do want to ask, what's going on with her eyebrows? Are they tattooed? I, I think so. You know what I appreciate also when her mom came on the screen? I appreciate, much like the Richard sisters, when the plastic surgery amongst related people is consistent so yeah. like lala's mom has you know her stuff done her and lala mm-hmm. still look like mother and daughter. Right, right right you know what i mean right. kathy kim and kyle their facelifts are so consistent i really appreciate that shit i right. really appreciate it but let's get into randall's personal life really quickly because like i never realized how much amber and lala look alike they do they do and okay and i didn't know that realize it either because i only saw her like i was first introduced to her in you same with the red hair Mm -hmm. same right and And she's already i I think her and randall had probably been broken up by then yeah but at that point i had it actually like i don't know i didn't know she was it was like oh Mm -hmm. you know randall emmett's ex is in you right Mm -hmm. like yeah and I was like, that's the only one that I saw her. And I've heard people say that before that they looked alike, but I didn't really clock it in that. And I didn't care to look. But when they throw up the old pictures of them as a couple, I'm like, that's Lala. Exactly. Same. I said the exact same thing. Now, they're real. I wish they would have gotten a little bit more into their relationship as well. But I'm sure they probably, she was granted a, a, a restraining order against him, like permanent. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they, she's 34. So she's our age. One, two, they got married when she was 20. Wait, what? 
Randall and Amber got married when Amber was 20 years old. Wait, she's our age? She's in her 30s? She's 34. So so he didn't even leave her for like a younger thing like that. No. Two years younger. Exactly. Is... But I, I had always assumed that he had like an age appropriate wife. And then he was no, like, I thought so too. I thought so as well. But then I, when the woman on the uh, documentary was like, you know, Amber and Randall getting together is controversial within itself because they got together when she was a teenager. And I was like, and then I looked it up. They just said when they got married and then a year, they just said they got married in a year later they had their child. So I did a little gander over onto the Google. They got married when she was 20. She had that first baby when they were, when she was 21. I said, I know you fucking lying. I said, and when you start, when I remember when you said that there were whispers about child, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff. Oh no, this, and I do believe those, but I feel like they probably can't get into that. They probably can't get into it. And, but that's why I'm like, then maybe you guys weren't ready for to do this documentary. Exactly. Exactly. Same. Lala, okay, Lala's 32. So yeah, Lala's our age. Um, and Amber shocks me every time. I, I truly will say every time it shocks me because Lala asks, she does look good, but she does look um older, significantly older than us. Whenever you start doing that stuff to your face, while you look good, you are going to look more mature. If like that's why I tell sense. people Botox, no fillers. Okay. So, exactly. Filler, like you gotta, I, I tell everyone, like, please mm-hmm. wait till 35 to start getting fillers. Okay. Exactly. So we have the first um assistant that comes in who is from normal Illinois. Y'all, that is literally up Highway 55 from where I'm from, and like where I went to high school, rather. And I was just like, oh poor. As soon as he said, I'm from a little town called Normal Illinois, I said, no, no. <laughs> I said, God damn it. I said, I just know his life is ruined. People (laughs) are born in normal. You don't want to stay. It's called normal. Okay. You probably went to the college. uh, What is that? Um, University of Illinois, you know, and then you found somewhere to move either up to Chicago or on either coast, but you don't, you don't want to stay there. Like real small town vibes. Exactly. Um, when he again when he started talking about how much stuff he put on his credit card i was just like absolutely not and the fact that he could not like i really felt for the i felt for all of the assistants i felt for this one mostly because of the situation he was a little bit more vulnerable in his life uh his dad had died his parent both of his parents had passed away and he was like obviously um felt probably alone in the world and that's when I realized like Randall preys on vulnerable people because yes. then you get into talking about Lala's mom starts talking about when the, her dad died and I'm not gonna lie I don't I don't want as I don't know if I ever thought that Lala was a gold digger because a gold digger doesn't ride for somebody the way Lala was riding for Randall. But I definitely realized that she saw like a father figure in him. And I feel badly because when her mom and her brother were on there, like they talk about how much he swooped in and really yeah. helped and all of these things. And like you you took advantage not only of their 
sister slash daughter you took advantage of them as well of course but i don't think that like she saw him as a father figure in that sense because i know that like lala had a good relationship with her father yeah 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 right like and she always had a good like relationship with her father Mm -hmm. and i don't think that she's necessarily i get very like you know when people are like oh someone's a gold digger because like Mm -hmm. honestly and truly what does that really mean like um, relationships, like I think women should seek safety and security, yeah. right? And yeah. a lot of times safety and security comes in finances, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. that's, that's and the way, the way he approached her, you know, she's at the hostess stand and he sends his assistant over. I've worked in enough clubs and restaurants to know that like, I'm not going to lie. I probably would go not anybody that looks like Randall but if that were like if somebody approached me and I found them mildly attractive and they possibly could get to where I where I wanted to be in life yes I would entertain them um my question is when they brought up how that he approached her the fact that he was at sir I remembered that he had the callback to the reality tv show Right. Mm-hmm. I always felt that Randall was too eager to be on Vanderpump Rules. And so I'm wondering if Randall watched Vanderpump Rules and had his sights set out for Lala. I just oh, kind of I hadn't like even considered he, that. I feel like he low-key like preyed on her. I could I see think, that. I think that he sought her out. But the only reason I, I could see it, but then I get a little because remember, she wasn't allowed to say his name the first season. Well, no. Yeah. I, I think that was part of his game. Okay. I think he's an extremely manipulative, disgusting, um, cow of a human being. Anytime James Kennedy called him a fat bastard or anything like that, I had no problem with it. Mm -hmm. I I had no fucking problem with it. (laughs) Also. Okay. So I loved in part of the doc where they do touch on like, um, when Lala drew the boundary, right. When she was just like telling Schwartz that she didn't want to hang out with Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's going to hang out with that person, right? Yeah, right. she's in the middle of a custody battle and like, okay. you don't want people running information. Yeah, but, absolutely. Like, you know, Schwartz could say something innocuous and casual and like, just stupid. like, oh, I was just with Lala, she did this. And then, it, or and that could be something that he uses against her in court, you know? Yeah, I, and I just think that also knowing what we know now, I you ain't got to tell, listen, you, I, I'm a, whoever's my friend, that's who I'm running with. My friends have never broken up with a guy that I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a stick with him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if I have not had a friend after they've broken up with somebody, that was a problem between me and her, not, or me and him, me and them, not because of the breakup. Like it probably but was But you see thing. it in that like mm-hmm. Randall bought people, right? Oh, like absolutely. At that, you know what I mean? When you see like the guys like are up all money, oh, but like, Randall has lost money. Mm-hmm. I don't for a second think that that is not intentional, right? Like he you ingratiated think? himself and I'm like, yeah, I want to go gamble with Randall. And he's pretending he's like, oh God, mm. man, you guys, I lost 5K. But everybody else in the room was up money, right? When they put mm. the, like I, those are the types of, and people do say that Schwartz has a gambling addiction, which oh, I wish yeah. they would have gotten into randall's gambling addiction like i really wish they would have gotten deeper into that because i want to know numbers i've always been intrigued like fascinated by people who have gambling addictions right like I being addicted to losing money to me i think that that is like i would that's how we I, see I, I don't it. know how i can handle that i dated a guy <laughs> who was addicted to gambling i literally it that's how we see it right 
and it's gambling addiction is a motherfucker because it was like, granted, I was 21. I just want y'all to know I was 21. I did not know. We know how to look at like alcoholism, drug addiction, things like that. Gambling addiction is just because he would one stay out all night at the casino and he didn't drink that much. Honestly, truly. He really did not get fucked up like that. Um, and when he would win, like, I mean, he would win big. I understand where gambling is addicted because it's money. And when you win a lot of money like that and big, yeah, absolutely. You think that you can do it again. You absolutely think that you're going to like, you know how to win this money again. So I get it. I don't have money to be gambling. And I think that if I ever did, since I know what it's like to not have money, I don't think I'd be doing that. Right, 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 right. It's called gambling for a reason. You're taking a gamble. You're that part, that part. (laughs) And I, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I just, yeah, when they mentioned that, you know, we met at Sir, it just, in all the, the throwback clips to Vanderpump Rules back then, was just reminiscent and you can tell that they made this documentary before um before the scandal of it all because they were really banking on this like shaking the Vanderpump table and I still think that even without Lala is wearing the send it to Daryl hoodie in the beginning yeah she is well uh that's isn't that a clip from Heather McDonald's podcast. So I think Heather McDonald gave them that footage. Yeah. And then she, yeah, or yeah, yeah gave them that footage. But I the way I completely forgot when they showed the clips from the beginning of this season that we're in now, I said, oh baby, I forgot this was even in this season. And of this was supposed to be the season, right? Is that Lala was supposed to be getting into it. Like Lala was Lala, as all this is happening, Lala was actively protesting. Yeah. <laughs> the court system. Yeah, you didn't get to see any of that on the and show. We, we were really supposed didn't see to see any of that on the documentary either. Though. We were so, and that's what like when they showed those clips from the beginning of the season. I said, "My good God, Scandal really shook a lot of fucking things up because we were so." I remembered like the beginning. Oh, this season on Vanderpump Rules. I said she was crying to Lisa. We never saw that scene of her at Lisa's home crying to her saying, I want to know why they're saying all of these things. I want to understand. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, fuck. I said, and we've completely forgotten about it. I, I still do want to know because I want to know what she was going to say. No, I, and that's, that was the whole point of the documentaries we're supposed to know, find out more, right? Mm-hmm. Lala kept making points to be like, you know, they use the clip from the show saying that the LA Times article didn't even scratch the surface of what I'm hearing. Exactly. All right. So that's why I was so excited to watch this. Baby, scratch the surface. Come on, start scratching. Like, and- we, let's pick up a shovel because we got to get, we got to get somewhere. And that's why I'm just like, I'm wondering. Like, am I supposed to be shocked? Like the big revelation coming out of this is that Randall used the N-word that's not a shocking revelation but we don't get there I like I just seriously was like okay and it made me wonder because at the end they were like so many people want to step forward still and bring things about him to this like to fruition but they're scared I said well we need to get into that part maybe you guys should have waited like y'all couldn't get somebody um, with the black and white with the little voice modulator and like like they had what's her face uh Evelyn or whatever the girl that was right want to be my sugar like, I don't want to be my sugar like, we were doing here I was like 
Of course, Randall like power text girls to see if they want to be his sugar baby. Of course he does. What? Like, I'm not, this isn't shocking news. So that's why I was just like, this is giving that you just wanted to get it out. And I don't really appreciate that because I would love to, I would love to know more, but don't fool me like this again. So then we get into one of my favorite, favorite parts of Vanderpump Rules history where 50 Cent, who is a misogynistic trolling asshole, made a lot of the people on Vanderpump Rules look very fucking stupid. I will never forget that Fofty Please Day. <laughs> it changed the trajectory of my life. <laughs> it was so, I was like, I was laughing so fucking hard. I was like, is this a real? Is this a real? <laughs> like, I was like, there is no fucking way this is happening before our eyes. I cannot. That was such an amazing day. Like, I will always know where I was when my like my worlds collided you know when my husband come he came to me running with, with, with he's like 50s coming after your Vanderpump people <laughs> the Fofty please Fofty please I I really don't call 50 cent anything besides Fofty from now on like it's just also, so how can we like did we get talking heads from Lala no, no. No. And I'm wondering why, probably because the custody battle. And that's why I'm like, was it that they had this to a certain, and then they had to pull things because I'm not understanding why, even in that, like the Fofty situation, we don't really get into it. Right. Like no. him being <clears throat> linked up at the, and begging like that, that's drug behavior. Right. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, you know, like that is like frantic, um, addict's behavior no it 100 percent is and we don't get into it at all like we do get into drug use very casually in mm -hmm. times but we don't really talk about like is randall more than a recreational drug user exactly right we don't ever get into that is randall more like we don't even get into him having an actual gambling problem they no. just talk about like one of the assistants is like talking tallying up how much money he spends and he's like you know and that's not even what like that's not even adding the gambling right exactly. and we're to assume that it's an issue but like we don't like i want to know how bad of a problem it is it's, right exactly like, i want to know numbers getting i need numbers left and right i want to know like how much money is randall actually worth hello like actually worth because he paid 50 cent money by his money by Monday. Okay. It, again, it was chaotic because Stassi and Lala really looked the fucking stupidest. I will never forget Stassi's stupid ass commented and was like, this is extortion or some word she shouldn't have been using when you could have just sat your Karen ass over there and ate your fucking lunch and listened to your Wait, friend. She said that? Yeah, she commented. I will never forget. She commented on the post. On I try to ignore post. her. And 50 Cent clapped back at her ass and pretty much was like, girl, shut up. Because I was like, okay, no, so shut she, the fuck up. So for those who don't know, 50 used the clip from the show of Lala say, talking about they pretended to casting couch and the first time she had sex with him, he sent her a Range Rover the next day. Yeah. Right. And it's a clip of her explaining this to Stasi. And Stasi's like, does your vagina, is your vagina made of sparkles? Like impressed that she was able to get this car. Right. And that's the clip 50 uses. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, hell no, nah, you're not buying bitches Range Rovers when you owe me money. <laughs> and honestly, back then, 50 Cent um, 
he suggested that Randall being a creep back then too. Listen, any guy that wants to do the casting, hold a casting couch. Literally, fantasy. Was, like call him like the um called him Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a fucking troll. He's so messy. <laughs> I cannot stand him on so many different levels, but that shit was funny as fuck. But and yeah. I do like, I honestly, I would like, I would have killed to be in a fly in the wall to know the combos that not even 50 Cent used to have with Chelsea Handler after they would fuck. <laughs> I want to know what pay, that pillow top was like. I would pay like. a, a, an amount of money. Yeah, I would. <laughs> 50 i don't know what 50 cent does to women in the bedroom because like vivica fox ain't been right since and i hate that for my girl i really do um i believe it though because i'm telling you i love like 50 can rule my life that man is fine as hell to me and will always be fine as hell to me he is Call yeah, me all he's types of bitches and make fun of me all he wants to <laughs> you sound like whoever was yelling gaslight me ralph bravo <laughs> I found that really funny. <laughs> Ralph, gaslight me! <laughs> gaslight me, Ralph! What? Ralph is fucking 5'7". Like, you gotta be so for fucking real right now. Uh, speaking of Randall paying people money, then we start to really get into the... Listen, I found it so super ironic that WGA, the WGA is on strike right now. And right. then they come on here and tell us that there's a no work order on Randall's production permanently like has never been lifted (laughs) as never but that's just Emmett Furla he then created the other one which we found out about at the end but I'm like also like Randall no one's gonna work with you no Mm -hmm. like no one's gonna work with you but at the same time I just have so many questions on what he has on people because the fact that you just refuse you're sued you are sued by the writers guild that's a union Okay. Right. And you just won't, you're like, no, I'm not paying. What? It's also like, so you were never going to pay these people. No. Mm-mm. Like I, what I, I will never understand like him and Sh- like people like him and Sheree, like they need to sit down and explain that type. Like, I don't know how I look, look at people doing work knowing that I'm not going to pay them. Like, that is crazy behavior to me. That makes me nervous. Like, what? Like, the exact, that's, for me, like, it would make me so anxious. Like, even just, like, slight shit, like, when um the handyman comes to do shit around the house and he'll, like, won't tell me, a, like, a price beforehand mm-hmm. and yes. then he does it, I start getting anxious because I'm like, if you come with a crazy price, yeah, like, we don't have to figure out a payment plan. He'll just come in and do work and then he won't like charge us for a while until like he sees us or like, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I've told him, I'm like, nigga, stop doing that. Okay. Like, (laughs) don't do that. I can't help it for real. And then if it's something crazy, I don't want to be owing you money. I don't like that feeling. So I I don't don't either. You could have people who she's sitting here be like, if we don't get this paper, like, we're not going to get our health insurance. Like, how do you feel comfortable doing that to people? Well, he obviously that was small potatoes to him because the fact that he had Bruce Willis on set and Bruce Willis was show, showing clear signs of dementia and he was just yelling at him. That Bruce Willis, oh. it's just so fucking sad to me. So fucking sad. It's heartbreaking. But like, like it I was very sad because I think it was when when um they did come out with it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where a lot of things blew up for um for Randall when. Bruce Willis's family came out with the fact that he was having suffering from aphasia mm-hmm. and I one of the children I don't know which one they all look alike they do 
like very much. I can I can't tell which one, but very one of them did call figure. out Randall for manipulating and using her father. Ooh. Right. Like I think that youngest one is real spicy. So I wonder if it was her. But it is just like it's sad <clears throat> to see. Like, and when they sh- okay, so there's a scene with him and um Megan Fox, which that movie was literally like of all his shit was the most dramatic bullshit of all time. Like, because it's the movie that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly met on the set of. I would love to have heard from those And two. then refused to do press because they were so embarrassed by the movie. Yes, I forgot <laughs> about that. I <laughs> forgot about that. And talk, like, Lalo had talked up this fucking movie. <laughs> Everyone had talked up Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. We kept hearing about it because they met on the set of this movie. And then when they got that cut of the movie, they were like, hell no, please. We do not want anything to do with this movie. <laughs> and the fact that and hey, baby, um, Megan Fox is not like she's a big star in her because she's fun, but right. babies know um the Oscars aren't calling. No, and listen, I will never forget <laughs> famously during that time in Vanderpump Rules, Sheena had suffered a miscarriage, and Lala said, I'm not coming, I'm going to dinner with <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. It's not funny. It's not funny whatsoever. Um, but I, I was just like, I'm starting to remember this time because I got to think with my my brain and then my Vanderpump brain. But I forgot about that. Also, have you seen Megan Fox lately? Do you, did she get her boobies done? I don't know. I'm gonna send you a picture. I, I try not to look at her. Like she what? really just like that whole her and Machine Gun Kelly cringe oh, me the hell out. Yeah. Also, Machine Gun Kelly is a predator. Like he is on record and everyone has let it go. He has talked about having sex with underage girls on record. And yes, he's gross. So okay. I try not to pay attention to him. Like I that had a roommate really, that was obsessed with it, him. It icks me out and it made me like any whatever feeling I had for Megan, but it made me gross me out for her. I'm like, what are you doing with him? Ill. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. So getting deep into the other two assistants, first of all, the young black man. Actually, no, let's back back up to the guy from Normal, Illinois. Um, baby was making $700 a week living in mm-hmm. LA. That's less mm-hmm. than what I make now. Mm-hmm. Mind you, like other assistants had made the point to say they had like no days off, right? No. Like, one girl said she never saw weekend. So $700 a week, and this is not even something where you could get another part-time gig because this mm-hmm. was an all-consuming job. Exactly. <laughs> calling calling your assistant over, first of all, I'm sorry. My friends that are assistants, if their boss asks them for something that is easily, easily, easily go-puffable, postmatable, they will do it. So when, and I'm not blaming her, when Miss Mama was like, I had to get up in the middle of the night and go get muscle milk and... Uh, whatever the coconut water i was like would he I not allow her to go by that i was like I he was wouldn't allow so her to go by that that shit to him i was but like but it seemed then- that he want and this is the thing it felt like and i wish somebody would have gotten into this it felt like he was trying to try her yeah right? no he you know, absolutely was see, like, like, she she out of my mouth yeah, so she comes in and he's naked and it felt very much like you know he was trying to test to see if she was with it absolutely he absolutely why else? was he could have instacarted that shit for himself in the middle of the night like there was no reason for her to drive it over to him exactly not only that that he was naked the peeing with the door open mm-hmm. and that listen this is particularly fucking gross to me peeing with the door open and then not 
flushing she it. She said she she would have to always flush the toilet for And him. he was obviously making her do that. That's like a weird kink that people have. And I'm disgusted. Disgusted. I, it's a power, right? It's being yes. able to be like, look at what I'm making you do. Like the lowest form is like when you start making people play with your, like, like during the R. Kelly docs, like for me, like the yeah. sickest parts is when they talked about feces and the peeing. It's like, yeah, that is just I can, I can never like, watch those. It is a way to demean people to the lowest level. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. And then with, there was one other thing with her that I was just like, I'm going to throw up in my fucking mouth. This man is a disgusting, disgusting pervert. And the fact that he has three daughters, three yeah. daughters, you yeah. are the lowest of the fucking low lowest of the fucking low i think what um, this documentary was making like missed the mark on the most is it needed experts of some kind right like yeah there needed somebody to first be on here to give us the context of mm-hmm. like what the assistant job is supposed to look like yes. right and to kind of explain that because i was going to ask you prior like when you're in a space like i understand obviously i've mostly worked like corporate jobs mm-hmm. so years there's an hr it's like there's when mm-hmm. you're in an office setting people aren't as relaxed to right a hundred percent yep so i know that you've like been in hospitality how crazy to you were the text messages that he was sending to his assistants specifically the black boy like those texts looked it's like when he said the n-word was the line i'm like he called you all types of stupid like all the <laughs> when I tell you okay so the text to the black guy absolutely unacceptable I what the fuck is wrong with you are you dumb are you like it was (laughs) I mean they're definitely on a scale one to ten of inappropriate they're definitely like a level 10 right on y'all would be I could write a book on the things I've heard and experienced in the service industry um I have friends who I have quit jobs because I've known about sexual harassment from owners and things like that um uh, and owners that are similar to Randall, it is, I, I think that it is so completely, let me explain it like this. You guys watch Vanderpump Rules, right? Like everybody watches Vanderpump. They know everyone's entertained by Peter. I am particularly grossed yeah. out by Peter yeah. for the reason that he is the manager that has yeah. dated so many girls. Let me just say this. I know everybody wants to think like Peter's the fun, like least problematic one, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where the bodies are buried with Peter, but they are that just probability here. There are probably some somewhere because you should not be a manager in a managerial role dating one, whatever, two, whatever dating down. And it took me a long time to realize that I have no problem coming on here and saying I have had sexual relationships with managers before in the hospitality industry. And I could never understand like why it was that big of a deal. However, one in particular, it, it was a big deal because he would be making me do like, I always had to close. And to me, it was like, oh, well, he wants to spend time with me. Like he has to close like da, 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 da. I think I was like 23, something like that. Like on the edge of like mm-hmm. learning lessons, um, you know, he would send me, he would change my schedule often. Like he would send me inappropriate things at work. He would make me do things that like, and with me, I'm like, I mean, yeah, we're hooking up. Like, so whatever, like we'll talk about it later, like da, da, da. But you just don't understand that that is not okay. He is in right. a of power, right? And so, and then the things that he's doing. I also had a consensual, like, I don't want to call it lovely, but like, well, that really, let me change that verbiage. 
both of those relationships were consensual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also had a very lovely like tryst with another manager at another place. And he was very nice. It just was like, oh, okay, like blah, blah. I, but it still was an issue because he slept with another staff member and it was like, bro, stop. Like, you should not be doing this. You're, you are on a certain level. You are getting off on sleeping with people who are, but quote unquote. But yes. Okay. So it is the, like what he was saying was crazy. Is it something that I've never heard before? No. Um, and especially the racist stuff. Right. When he said you people, I was, I knew the you people was coming. Um, you people, I, I will say this. I was like, oh, so he just went out and went ahead and said you people, the you people of it all has really manifested in itself. Like as things evolve and change, racism does too. So people mm-hmm. find different ways to say things like that now. Um, but I'm not surprised that Randall was a racist. What I'm more in ignorant because like the fact that the one guy was like, oh, I have to take my Vyvanse. Like he had severe ADHD. That surprised me because I figured that Randall would be taking Adderall up the ass. He knows what Vyvanse is. I literally have in my notes, the fact that this idiot claims to not know what Vyvanse is while being coked out all the time and calling people the R word. And Lala stood up for the guy who needed ADHD Mm -hmm. medication. But why is this who you're with, Lala? So this is what, this is when I'm really going to say I feel for Lala with everything that she went through with this motherfucker because he's disgusting. I have Mm. questions. I do have questions for Lala because you obviously know that saying the R word is wrong. You just, you're, you stood up for this young man. You said, don't be saying stuff like that. But if I ever heard Charlie say anything like that, I would be like, yo, what the fuck? Right, hold the phone. Stop. I'm not surprised, Lala, or I'm not surprised Randall is a racist. But again, Lala, if you heard him say the R word with these, I'm feeling like you probably heard him say the N word. Okay. You don't think, let's, you don't think when that man with 50 was stressing him out about his money. He was saying, nigga, 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 nigga. This, no, I'm sorry. No, he was hard ERs all over the place. Trust that. He was, he absolutely was. He was porch monkey. There was slurs (laughs) you never even heard before. Listen, listen. So here's a jigaboo. Like he he went through. I was just about to say jigaboo. Because I was like, Randall is a man of a particular age. So he probably has slurs. Like we don't even know. He has, oh God, I will never forget this fucking one day. I was bartending really quickly this racist ass dude came in and my manager at the time was mixed and like I mean mixed as in I didn't realize he was mixed until he took off his hat I thought Jake was white oh fuck I did not mean to just say his name whatever I don't give a fuck um I thought Jake was white okay and he, he called like this dude in him my boss got into it and um the guy just says this term and all of us were like what did he just say? We had no clue what it was. And I cannot think of it right now, but we were like, yo, fuck that. Cause we don't know what that means. Never heard it before in our life, but we right. know that it's so fucking racist. There's some things that just don't sit right in your spirit. Yeah. And then we looked right? it up. Like, like it was like that, that Booga Wolf. Yes. Uh, Raj, Wolf. Something yes. about the way it hit me. I was like, I don't know. All of us, every black person that watches that. <laughs> Real the Hobbit origins Jersey of that was said that. Man. We all were like, <laughs> 
We don't know what that is, but we feel like you shouldn't be saying it, Jen Aiden, but whatever. But no, like, so that is my thing. The questions that I do have for Lala, because for me as a Black person, and when it pertains to Lala Kitten, you are friends with Stassi. You're friends with Kristen. We know about their behaviors in their past. I've been known about Stassi, deadass, um, even before 2020. Now it comes out that your fiance, your ex-fiance, father of your child is a racist. I Do I think Lala's racist? No, I don't. But it's a question for me because you surround, it's, you surround yourself with people who are. So when it comes to the Randall, right? And this mm-hmm. is where I... Again, right? It is hard for me because for now you to play victim with the man that you used to try to rub it, you mm-hmm. rub this man in people's faces. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is the man that you were rubbing in people's faces and he was who he was, mm-hmm. right? Her, like she talks out of both sides of her neck, right? She does. Like, I missed the red flags or this man was lying and hiding, mm-hmm. right? He was lying and hiding his cheating, Exactly. Not who he was. But who he was was evident to you. And it was always evident to you. When um, you don't remember when they had a fight one time and he took her shoes. He took her her Gucci slides, baby. Never forget barefoot. Like I will never forget that shit. Or the fact that that Range Rover that she got was another girl who had pissed him off. And then she but he gave, oh yeah. I didn't know that. That was a re-gifted Range Rover. He had the assistant go take that off one girl's lot and put it on Lala's. That's how she got it that bad. But there was no paperwork. He just. <laughs> so and that's the last and gave it to the next. You cannot gift me a house, a car, anything like that without giving me proper paperwork. I'm not staying there. I'm not, exactly. I'm not, I'm not driving it. I'm not staying there at all. So but that, that's that there's just so many Lala. things that he did that were like very clear things. That he did in your presence, he did yep. to you. And I get a lot of Lala being like when she was drinking. Mm-hmm. I understand yes. that, right? Yes. And Lala is someone that I will give in terms of like her sobriety. I have a lot of respect for her. Me too. I don't even know that. Um, I don't know that it ever looked that bad to me. Him and Randall and No, Lala? I'm saying like her drinking. Oh, no, I don't. Th- I don't think it did either, but we don't know. Everybody no, yeah, has. That's what I'm saying. Like Everybody we don't know. Has, yeah, no, especially, compared to, that, especially compared to who we see on that show. Right, I'm not saying, but right. I'm just saying that for her to be in that Vanderpump show yeah. where we are seeing people who like a lot, Schwartz should have been stopped drinking. Santa, like, we're seeing yeah. a bunch of people who have substance abuse issues and hers was no, like nowhere near mm-hmm. the level of any of that. And for her to still have decided to get sober, I yeah. commend her, right? Me too. Like, so much respect for her on that. And... I don't know how much of that is like coming out of because she got sober before she had the chose to have ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is hard. I don't know. It is really, really hard for me to understand how like, OK, so you thought financially you were secure with this man. Mm-hmm. Sure. But mm-hmm. he was kicking you out all the time. Like that was like a thing in their relationship. It was. It was. Right. So there was never a, I don't think that there was like the documentary was presenting this, like, you know, after her father died, that he made her feel, but mm-hmm. I don't believe that that was true. I don't believe That's that there was true. any yeah. real period of time where like Randall ever met 
made Lala feel because if you remember, they were like deleting each other's pictures every other week on that, Oh my God. Yeah. It was always a thing. Their, their relationship never felt. That's true. Right. That's so I feel true. like there's a lot of this, like, I need you to just say that mm-hmm. I didn't realize I didn't care. I didn't, mm-hmm. but to act like totally oblivious is just not going to work for me. Exactly. I need you to say like, there were some things that I turned my head to. There were. Okay. Because again, and it's not lost upon me that Lala, we often talk about Lala appropriating black culture. Okay. She does that a lot. She. Wait, sorry. I was just listening to you. Um, your last podcast with, um, Nouveau Richie, which is Nouveau Richie. That is the best name. It really is. It is an best name, but I was listening to it and he said, you know, the little biracial girl, (laughs) Maybe he just knew that Lala had to be biracial. <laughs> no, but the thing is, if Lala had a biracial like, girl hair, with the slick back ponytail, if Lala had curly hair, people, black folks would be like, somebody, somebody in her family gene pool black. If she, because <laughs> you know how we are, we would say, so I wouldn't say that, but she, somebody would say that about her. If she had like a 2C hair, people would be like, but she is essentially, she is blackfishing, right? Like you are- 100%, like, 100%. Same thing. So me and Kara were talking about, Kara asked me, she's like, is um, Nick Cannon's baby mom, is she white, black at all? The new one, the one that's on Sunset, selling Sunset. And I was like, no, Kara was like, is she wear at all or is she just blackfishing? I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's blackfishing. And, that's and we were talking blackfishing. about the fact that she keeps putting them textured ponytails in her hair. Yeah. <laughs> that is blackfishing. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so, I literally in my group of friends, like half of us watch Selling Sunset, other half doesn't. And so the half of us that watch it, we're literally like, we just put her picture up in the group chat. And we're like, y'all, is this lady black or, or uh, part black or not? Unanimous across the board. They were like, who is that white woman? And we were like, she looks exactly like Jacqueline Hill. And I so said, the, the, did you yeah. post? I said, no, I did it. Oh yes, I put. Okay. I put a grid up with their. Face. I said, if Jacqueline Hill ain't black, she ain't black neither, because they're they got the same genetic makeup to me. They have. <laughs> they both have way too much filler in their fucking face. I'll never forget when Jacqueline Hill went overboard with that fucking filler. Uh, she is another one of me that's like we could do a deep dive, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm like, it's not lost upon me that Lala appropriates black culture she black fishes she says all the time she any black man that walks in a room she's like "Ooh, that's my type that's my type that's my type and do they any of them look actually look alike not for real okay <laughs> not for real so that's my vibe and a little to just be a black man and i love how, like when the black guy the two black guys walked into looking like somebody somebody's uncles into the bar in tucson arizona they, i was so confused as to which one she like because i didn't even see the dot at that point what i saw were the two daddies in the front like where i was like it was two daddies and then the don okay the two daddy like <laughs> so two, i was like which one of these men are you talking about is your the type, two guys bro? walking into the bar that looked like somebody's uncle those were the ones that katie was like oh lala right here katie just saw black people and was like lala there you go and that's what I was just like, if I could have looked up at the imaginary camera, I would have been like, like we were in the office, like, what? <laughs> like, please be so for fucking real. Speaking of Katie, the fact that it was, oh no, we need to talk about before, before we get there, we need to talk about the fucking poker board. Okay. With the assistant, the black assistant. Oh yes. 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 At what point 
at what point do you say, again, I'm not blaming him, but I can't do this. I cannot do this. You know what I mean? I've had jobs at bars where like somebody fucked up a liquor order and they were like, oh, and and this is illegal, by the way. They're like, can you go to the liquor store and get X, Y, Z? And it's like $300 worth of alcohol, baby, with what money? Right. I will never forget one time a boss was like, do you not have $300? That's not your business. Right. Don't ask me what I do and don't have. I don't have it for this. Yeah. I said, that's not your business. And he was like, I know what you get paid. That's not the point. That was so painful. You don't give it back to you to put into this bar, you fucking idiot. There's another manager at that same exact place that he sent to the store and to get like $600 worth of uh, alcohol, very highly illegal. And he was like, like that guy was pissed. And I was like, why did you go do that? I was like, when he tried to send me for 300, I was like, no, you can go. I can come up there. You can give me the money and then I'll go, but I'm not putting it on my card. And then the guy spent $600 and he was like, oh, you need to fill out a, um, uh, <laughs> what do they call expense report? And it, they, that company notoriously took a long time to get your money back. That's I said, the thing I always hate when they're like, oh, oh God, Mm-mm. or you put it on your credit card and then nope. now they take more than a month. Now I'm getting the interest charge on nope. it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. So I was like, I have had to tell them, I'm like, you don't pay me to put it back into you. So no, the fact that like he had to, this was the craziest part. Packing up the poker thing, okay, whatever. That is very much so in within a, an assistance mm-hmm. job title. There was nobody else on the other side to go pick that up. Right. That's where I would have drawn the line. I would have gotten it on the freight. But once they were like, once he was like, I need you to come here and said, no. What I did I've been like, I don't have a passport. Sorry. Oh, wait, you don't need a passport to get to Puerto Rico. No. Fuck. I mean, to me, what I thought was crazy, okay, even even at that, right? It was it's the fact that he had to pay for it, right? Because yeah. that could be so cool. If they had paid for his trip, why not? This is my Airbnb, job. I'm on a yeah. plane. I'm gonna do it like you get a yeah. little cute little give him a hotel, he gets to spend the night somewhere. Like, but it's <laughs> the fact that everything is on his dime and and last minute. Like I'm thinking to me, I was like, how much did the plane ticket cost? Like he literally at the spot had to buy a plane ticket. He said $400 plane ticket. I said, that's pretty good for on the spot. Good. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, just saying that's I said, that's pretty good, but no, like in the fact that he was like, I have to get myself an Airbnb. I said, um, I would have been like Randall scoot over. You're not going to get me someplace to say I'm staying in your room. Right. I don't, and a no. lot of this is like, I wish there was more, like, I wanted to know, like, when they would ask what response. Exactly. Is he, like, That's, how is he yes. getting away with this? Like, what were the responses that this man was giving you? Or is it that you just didn't feel comfortable to ask? Yeah. Be, you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm trying to understand, because what was he saying to you guys? Like, oh, I got you later. Mm-hmm. They did. I do remember from the LA Times article that they did say like one of the assistants quoted in that would talk about how he would keep pushing it off or he would like laugh and he'd be like, oh, it's just this. Like, oh, you make it a big deal about 500 bucks. What do you think? Five? Like, no, but that's a, a lot of money to me. I don't care if it me. was $10. If I ask, if I spend $10 on you, I ask you for 10 to my $10 back. Give me my fucking $10 back. What the fuck? I hate when people do that when they're like, oh, you need 20 bucks. Yes, I gave it to you. I need my money back. Yeah, I do. 
So what? I don't fucking care. Right. I do not fucking care. I was just like, this whole thing from start to finish is like truly, truly, truly baffling to me, especially for somebody that was saying the N-word. I feel so badly because I, and I also wanted to know like, the guy from normal, the white guy that was his assistant, he was like, oh, if the, this is paying your dues, I should be on X amount of film sets by now. And I know, I guess the the other guy, he hinted at wanting to work in entertainment too. The girl like, not, that doesn't even want to be in the industry anymore. But I, but I'm also like, I don't, I'm also like, okay, what did you guys want to do? And I don't know if this is naive of me. It might be naive of me, but I just, no, it's not naive of me because I do know some things from friends there. It's very clear um, in the industry, especially out in LA who to and to not work for. Mm -hmm. And so I understand if they were were to have multiple bad incidences and like with multiple people, I understand not wanting to be in the industry, but like, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm also like, you unfortunately had to be with one of the worst. So I right. feel like you could easily get, an, not easily, but you wouldn't have a problem getting another job and hopefully those doors opening then. And I'm not, I, you're, this is- I somebody, don't think so though, right? Like I this am, is what I, this is what I think is okay. why, like, I feel like he already chose people who were not like, all of those, those were their first jobs. Mm-hmm. All the assistants we saw was their first jobs. And, and you yeah. know, it's already like getting your foot in the door is already True. more difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the One of the girls, she said she had just come to this country. I don't know what her immigration status was. You know what I mean? Like what her, True. her like, who, like, I feel like he chose intentionally vulnerable people. Like the black boy that was talking, like, they we don't get jobs as easy as they get jobs. Do you get me? Like, I don't know that. And then- Randall's reputation in the industry is being a joke. Yeah, that's true. That is very fucking true. Like prior to like all this other stuff, it was like, he was a joke. He like, you're not working for him. Isn't getting you like much, like, you know, like nobody's true. Oh, you work for, you were Randall's assistant. Like it's not giving you as much. I don't know. Well, I know. Okay. So this is why I say this. I know that for a fact that they look for people who have like, man like retail management experience um bar management experience who want to like get out of that because mm-hmm. you've proven that you're good at multitasking you can be resourceful things like that you have no problem like right. moving around throughout the day like moving fast handling multiple things at once um so that's why i say that and like once you i, I know people who i'm like how the fuck do you get that job and they're like there's like an indeed for mm-hmm. personal assistance out in la right, right, right. um so that's why I say that because it's like, okay, you did work for Randall, but I know that I know the rate of what they're hiring. You know what I right. mean? They're, they're looking for people, but I do think it's very telling that he picked people who this was the, their first um, personal mm-hmm. assistant job. I think that was purposeful, obviously, because they wouldn't have a standard, right? They wouldn't know whether or not. So new to Hollywood. Absolutely. Yes. Like not just your friend. It's also, you were new to the city. So you're coming in, you have no idea like what you're getting into. Like, you know, all you've seen is a couple of movies that you're like, I guess this is what Hollywood is like. Right. Right. Um, and I, I get it. Be, I get it from the young black man, because listen, I'm a person who had a racial discrimination lawsuit out on a company. It's very hard. Same here. girl. It's very hard to prove Okay. A lot of times they want to settle, like in my case, um, because 
they're, I mean, the companies are scared of what you're going to bring to the forefront. Right. But I, so I get that because after that shit with me, after what happened with me and my job, I was like, I'm done with the fucking service industry. The amount of discrimination and racial shit that I've heard from all of these places around here, like it really did fuck me up. I don't ever want to go back to that shit because of that. So I do understand that young man being like, it, it takes a different toll on you. It really fucking does. It's also the shame, right? It, like yes. I felt him when he was like, I'm in, this is embarrassing. Yes. Right? And yes. it's only getting worse. Like the first embarrassing thing that happens to you, you already start like what it does I'll say as someone who stayed at a job way too long, that was mm-hmm. miserable. It was like, they were, it was a, that place was racist as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've dragged them online quite a bit um, over the years, but the you stay there, it chips away at your self-esteem. It does. It's a hundred percent in a way that it makes it hard for you to leave those situations. And like, you're like, I think of the girl flushing piss every day. Like that takes dig the, it strips you of your dignity. You start uh-huh. to feel like this is what you are, mm-hmm. what you're worth. Yep, it does. And uh, again, like, especially with the flushing of the piss and then like the black guy, like when you deal with racial discrimination at work, like I, we know racism, we know racism is wrong. We know that it's bullshit, but sometimes it really is like, okay, this is like what, like with me, I'm a very high paid, highly paid restaurant manager. Like with my resume and the experience that I have, I can ask for a higher salary and I I will get it as a restaurant manager. It hurts me in my soul sometimes to be like, I know that I could make so much money doing this, but I can't put myself back in that place. And Mm -hmm. it's from from not only the staff and the other management team and the higher ups, it's also the fucking customers. Mm-hmm. do you know how many times people ask for the manager and i came over there like i'm waiting for the manager it's me okay I'm the sure. amount of disrespect i've dealt with from a lot of people especially especially black people too but that's a conversation <laughs> for a different day okay like it's just i, I it was really like especially where i was can't win for losing can't mm-hmm. win for losing i I'm really sure. could not like it was hell so i i understood and i would love love to know what he settled with that young man for me too. I I want to know. Okay. Me too. And I hope I hope it was big. And it was. But sealed, I have a feeling it was Well, it's sealed too. I can't imagine it's that big child because he he owes a lot of people money. Yeah. And that's why I wanted us them to get into the finances. Mm-hmm. I have no concept of how much he's worth. Right. Like we're talking like what what is this like what does this empire look like? I have right. we. We have zero concept of what his money looks like. No scale. Right. I that's what I tried to look up like how much is he worth? Da, da. And like to when where they ended this, I agree. Just from the way I've seen my friends treated, I agree. The way people treat personal assistance needs to change. Right. Like it it shouldn't be all that. Like we said earlier, paying your dues in the form of like being disrespected, that's not paying your dues. That's not fair. Right. That shit needs to be a thing of it should have never been a thing of the past, but it needs to be. We need to leave it where it's at. But again, what does Randall have on these people that he, they're so scared to come forward? That's what I thought was weird, right? And that's why I was like, can we get in some more of like, they're like, oh, especially these other allegations that we're talking about. Like, can we get into it? Like, are we talking mob ties? Yes. Right? Like, because he he is a gambler that Mm -hmm. does come with, you know what I mean? Like being sketched like that, like, what? 
what exactly are we talking about? Like, give me some concept of why are people so scared? Like, what's going on? Like, you just don't want your reputation soiled in Hollywood. But then I'm like, is this a man who can't kill your reputation? Because like, what is his reputation? The whole FBI. Well, the whole FBI thing. Like that. We the didn't FBI just don't be that was real or not. The FBI does not just. You don't just throw the FBI out there. You know what I mean? Like, I just. I don't know. I don't know. But at the end of the day, what do you give this documentary rating? Um, honestly, a four. I okay. think they did a bad job. I really did. I gave it a six. I was, it was just very anticlimactic. Like I'm going off of just look at the talking heads we got were um, Lala's mom right which in the thing was like that they teased it with lala had to escape randall right lala had to escape randall and not only that but then like it was just really like eh, it was kind of like she just didn't want to deal with the drama it wasn't like there was gonna be like a listen here's the thing lala i hate to say this actually i don't my mom just would have like i do believe the the physical claims i do think that he tackled her I think mm-hmm. that he tackled her to the ground. One thousand percent. I believe that. I hope that, she yeah. fucked him up. Okay. Me too. I because um, Lala's tiny, first of all, and Randall is big, like not oh. tall, but he's fat. I'm mean, yeah. call me James Kennedy. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Right. I don't give a fuck. And James always had Randall's back at the or uh, Lala's back at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you slice it however you want to. He always had that girl's back. And he always was very much like, girl, you could do better than this. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) I do believe he tackled her. Of course, I believe everything that happened in that hospital. But like, I'm just like, my mom just would have cussed him out. And my mom would have, we would have been done. But okay. My mom was, there was never going to be a time when my mom was going to be, um, sitting around with Randall pretending that she liked that relationship. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. There was never going to be that. There was never going to be a way for Randall to redeem himself coming Mm -hmm. out of it. Like, um, my mom was just never, and my mom was just never going to support me being somebody's mistress. I'm sorry. Ever. My mom would have been, as much as she could say that she didn't know when she did know, my mom would be like, uh, brains, baby. Like you're not special. (laughs) So it just is right. Like, my You're boyfriend not, like, when I was 20 was 35. on you. Like, this is... Yeah, my mo- my boyfriend when I was 20 was 35. My mom was always so very fucking clear. She goes, I don't like this. She was never sitting around with him. She, like, we really did not hang out with my family because my mom was like, I don't approve of that. I don't know my family, don't get me wrong. But my mom was like, I don't, I don't. And then when he started acting crazy, okay, my mom pulled up and she was like, yep, nope, it's time to get you the fuck up away from my fucking child. And I've been waiting for this day. Like, I just... I like, just that her brother was another talking head. Her brother, I didn't know like, she had a brother until like two minutes ago. Oh, you did it? No, he looks like Jack Harlow. Okay, so yeah, he does. Um, I feel like he used to be cuter. I feel like there was a time when I thought Lala's brother was cute, and then I saw him on this. I was like, oh, never mind. Ariana's brother is cute. And then I was like, maybe it was Ariana's brother that I thought it's was Ariana's cute. brother, Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy is cute. It is. <laughs> yeah um 
but yeah like i just he offered nothing right like, nothing nothing but oh he, they brought us in the, the, the talking heads in this were just like okay the assistance made sense perfect i mm-hmm. just like could we have gotten why was it lala in this okay her like if if they couldn't get the people that they need they should have done it exactly because what this was was like to be very like you presented as a bombshell this it also it almost made randall look less bad oh i don't oh no like he looked uh, bad for sure i'm not saying uh-huh. that he, he looked oh bad, you mean based right? off like what how the hype that people were giving and the hype yeah, that Lala like was I, I get what you're in saying in terms of like when you're coming at like you watching this right yes you're not even like there are things we know in the ether that he did that yes. are worse than like what's being shown in this documentary. hundred percent. Yes. Like the way that it's presented. So I'm like, what is the point of this? Right. Yeah. Especially starting it off, framing it around like Lala and her, like my daughter's having to pay for my, can we get into the custody a little bit? I want to know, like, is he trying to, is he trying to fight her for full custody? Is that what it is? And I'm confused what about that too, because about her, like that he's trying to get full, like what excuse is he using? I want to know something. Which which he can't be because I'm no judge. Let me just be so very clear. I'm no judge. I'm not. But if, if you ask me, a man who has two other children from another relationship who he does not have custody over, you're not. Why would you even play like you're trying to get custody of this woman or of this young lady from this woman? What? And that's why I'm like, can we talk about Are you a dense? little bit? Because at the end of the day, it's like, does Randall Emmett want custody? No, he just doesn't want to have to pay child support. Exactly. Right? So you try to get exactly. like so you don't have to pay for child support. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because ch- it's cheaper to pay the nanny than it is to pay the child support. Like, right? like, let's get into it. Like, discuss it. I don't like. What was the point of opening it with Lala and we're and that and we're we didn't get into it any of what's going on there right we talk about lala saying she's about to fight the biggest fight of her life like tell us what is he doing <laughs> exactly right? like i thought we were gonna jason have lala walk during in. their divorce like jason hoppy and his dad were taking shits in bethany's bathroom they were you know what i mean i want to know what tactics is this man like, i forgot like, about that Je- fucking bethany said her her tiktoks don't come up on mine often thankfully but she was talking she was talking about kim and croy and she was like i'm an expert on divorce i said Bethany, you've had one really long divorce that doesn't make you an expert on divorce. Stop that. And wouldn't it be the worst if the fact that your divorce took longer than it should like, aren't you not the expert? Like, cause you had the worst divorce. I literally, you had a right, after, right after she goes, I'm an expert on divorce. It took me 10 years to get divorced on a two year marriage. I said, that's not the flex you think it is. Like that's not, that's not being an expert on divorce. Like. I have a friend. I know somebody who's been divorced three times. And the girl from Love is Blind that was divorced three times, like get her on the line, okay? No, my friend (laughs) jokes, she'll be like, oh baby, if there's one thing I know how to do is get rid of a man. (laughs) She's like, like, if there's one thing I'm gonna get, it's a divorce. Like it's a joke that like she, it does like affect her in some ways, but she's just like, no, like I I begin (laughs) divorce. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is a person that's a quote unquote an expert on divorce. You fucking idiot. Bethany is so fucking annoying. She does one thing one time. So annoying. One thing one time and she'll be like, obviously I know about this. No. Also, you know, like Bethany invented business. Like she she invented business. Her thing is business. business. She's the first businesswoman and the only businesswoman in the world. Like, But yeah, I agree. I was just like, by the end of it, I was just, I laid there for a second. I was like, okay. 
I was like, all righty then. I guess that, I guess that's what it was. Um, but on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Next week, we're doing, what do we say we're doing? Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah, I think so. Yes, we're doing the Anna Nicole Smith documentary next week, then Hillsong, then we had another one, but the documentaries are continuing to come. Okay, it was supposed to be Queen Maker, but that sucked. Did it? Okay, yeah. we'll give that the boot then. We'll give that the boot I then. watched it. It was- Bama Rush. That was the other one yes, we're going to do, but one. that's not out yet. Yeah. The, but I'm excited because the TikToks on that, people, Me like too. the Black people Me are too. already starting to make TikToks. I'm like, oh shit, this is about to be some shit. So I okay. met a girl that's in that doc. I met her um, at the uh, engagement party that I went to Ooh. on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We'll get into it. I mean, she didn't really give me much information other than she's just like, yeah, and she like um explains um rush. She's like, they like, how do you get dressed? And like she just one talking at where she explains rush. <laughs> um okay. All right. Chai, let them people know where they can find you. <laughs> Lie Chai on every platform. Everything. Um, and y'all already know where you can find me, who asked me podcast on Instagram, who asked Zell, Zell is S-E-L-L-E, over on TikTok. We'll talk to y'all next week.